Welcome to season two of the Paper Talk podcast, where we have candid conversations with artists and industry leaders from around the world. Our goal is to share knowledge, connect our community, and elevate the artistry of our craft. Hi, I'm Jesse Chu. Hello, I am Quinn Wynn, and we are the founders of the Paper Floors Collective. Welcome to Paper Talk. It's episode 38, and we are joined today by Gretchen Sell and Jody Duncan of Design Master. Hi, guys. Hello, How ladies. are you? Hello. Hi. We're great. Hi. Oh, we're great. We're so happy to have you back on, Jody And Gretchen, your first time, but we've talked many times before, so we're overjoyed that you're able to make the time to chat about your products with us. Well, thank you. It is my pleasure. Yay. I guess first, maybe we should start off with the most recent event that we got to collaborate on, Creative Asian, right? 2020. Mm-hmm. Quinn and I were so honored. honored, so honored to be able to create flowers for your booth and to use your product, the new ones as well, to create the flowers that, that you wanted us to make and had a vision for. So tell us a little bit about or that. Actually, before we do, can we talk about what the trade yep. show is? So a lot of viewers, I don't think they know yes. what the, yes. the event is all about. Yeah. So Creativation is a trade show put on by the Association for Creative Industries, an American Federation of Creative Industries, I think it's proper name. And it is held every year in January. The past couple of years, it's been in Phoenix. And um, at the show, it's a trade show like so many others, but um, vendors come from um, all around. There's international vendors as well that show their wares and a lot of education during the convention as well. There's all variety of topics from not only the crafting, but also the business side of any creative endeavors. There's people from different levels of the industry as the consumer, the customer. It's not open to the public, but people who have businesses, creative craft businesses, whether it's a storefront or influencers who are trying to expand their reach, just a lot of variety of levels of people and also the big box stores, big craft stores kind of a thing are all there. So we get to, as design master, most of our business is educating at the time. The way the industry works for us is that we call them the bigger stores or in the way we're distributed. We don't sell to individual people. So we're there more for education of the industry and I've always seemed to have a, a nice review from people as they come by and see the product. And it, I mean, the, the show itself, like I say, creative industries, it's not only painting and paper making that we're talking about, right? Paper flower making that we're talking today, but oh gosh, all kinds of things, you know, from the jewelry, from paper crafting is the, probably the largest section of it, to all kinds of hobbies, to needlework, to, to yarn companies, just the whole, anything you can think of and all the tools and materials that are used in creative industries show there. And it's just definitely bustling with a lot of energy because of the creative aspect and creative people that come. That's amazing. We heard that Tiffany Turner was there. She was, and she stopped by and said <laughs> hello. And she was looking at the blossoms, and I told her who, who our artists were. And she goes, oh, hello. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> yes, yes, she was she was walking the show and seeing things. So awesome. it was cool. And I hadn't had a chance to meet her before, so that was fun. Where was it located this year? This year is in Phoenix. I think there's one more year in Phoenix, and it might move to another location, but I 
don't remember all of that information. But so it's nice so, and warm. And, you know, you usually have yeah. a nice spot where it had been in Anaheim for a number of years, Anaheim, California. But so they try to go someplace where it's pleasant and warm for the majority of people. Especially in And that's always welcome, you know. <laughs> so we were exhibiting at the at the show. We've been exhibitor with the association for 20 plus years since I've been with Design Master. <laughs> and then years before that, so I'm going to say about 30 some years we've been with this association and have, just, have presented at the our booth at these events. You know, everything's evolved and changing, but we this time around we tried to focus on our new products and the trends in the marketplace and that's where you guys came in because paper floral creation is definitely a trending craft and handcraft that's bringing a lot of attention to this world and we have found a nice niche with you and how you can help create color so in asking you two to help create some blossoms that I can demonstrate showcase was a priority and it drew a lot of attention. It, people were marveling about the intricacy of the of the work and how lifelike they were, and just a lot of <laughs> you know they just believe someone would, could really make those. So it was quite a pleasant display and a really powerful tool to bring people into our booth and I strategically placed it towards the back of the booth so people would walk into our I booth. Love that. <laughs> when you're, when you're um, setting up a, a trade show in your booth and so that they want to come back and touch and feel so you kind of get them into the booth and not just walking around. So that works very successfully and it was definitely the grabber and the eye attention that we wanted and we got. So we were quite quite pleased with how it all, it all worked out. That's wonderful. <laughs> One of the things I really love when I was creating the flowers for your booth was I really got a chance to really use some of the Uber mats, the new line that was coming in. And before I was mainly using just for flowers because I love that transparency and layering of colors mm-hmm. on top, but it really forced me to really mm-hmm. think about how can I use Uber Matte in a different way where I can still layer on colors mm-hmm. and get that dimension instead of having that one flat color. And so that was a lot of fun. That's cool. Well, and that's one of the things about our sprays that differ from what you might think of from the other craft products or um, even from the hardware store when you think of an aerosol color. But our sprays have a very ultra fine mist. So even though you might, we have transparent color and we also have pigmented color that builds to opacity, but that on the pigmented color like Uber Matte and Color Tool Spray, that first light layer, you can spray it really lightly and it's translucent. So mm-hmm. it gives you that avenue to layer other colors or play color on color with it and kind of create the trans, not, it's not totally transparency, but you get that inner play of color that can be mm-hmm. really fun and unique, particularly with the, the manners yeah. that you guys work with. And also Jody in our last, when I saw her in Santa Barbara, she was demonstrating how to look at the can. And that was really eye-opening, I think, for a lot of people there because you can see the ombre of colors. Can you talk about that, Jody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the, we have such a limited amount of space on the cans because by laws and rules and compliance, we have to put certain things on the can. So there's not a lot of room to be creative, but Gretchen figures it out every single time. And when she (laughs) designed that label, the Just for Flowers label, if you notice, there is the build of color that's very saturated at the bottom of the can, and then it goes up and it's just very gradient to the very, very light 
slightest hint of that. And so that was a way to communicate, this is what you can achieve in this can. Now, whether people connect the dots or not, when they look at the can and go, oh, well, I'm totally sure that's what that means. It's not just a clever graphic, but but it is um, educational just in, in the graphic itself that shows, yes, you can build up to, to this, but if you put just a light coat or two or three, you can have this look. And mm-hmm. so that's the beauty of Just for Flowers. And when I'm recommending, if people are new to spraying with it, aerosol color, I almost always say start with just for flowers because it's very forgiving and you can start to be creative with that color and see what's possible. It's a safe place. I don't know, maybe a little bit less intimidating and also just gives you creative color control completely that you can layer those colors and blend the colors too, that you can Mm -hmm. add colors together to just get the exact, the exact color that you want by putting Mm -hmm. multiple colors together. This This is a sneak peek, but I've been working on the posy box and we really want to give our subscribers your colors. And we're like, we can't ship the cans oh. out. So what we're doing is I have a new tutorial maker, Kate Alicorn of the Cobra Lily, and we're actually going to spend a day ah. and actually spray paint some papers because what we're going to do is we're going to make an ombre calla lily. It's this beautiful yellow. It's a, oh, I forget the name of my. it, but it's like this almost sunrise color. And so we're going to pre-spray all the paper with your product on it and send it out to our subscribers so they can actually make the calla lily and see the amazing colors for that. Oh, cool. I love that you're you're taking the time to do that. I love my numbers. So we want to like boil them. (laughs) That's so clever. Yes. That's a really creative way. Yeah. I love that. That you're like, oh, well, we can't ship it, but we can spray it. I mean, so thank you so much. That is that is just, you know, undaunted creativity onward and well done. So smart and clever. You're and welcome. thank you for, for doing that. Because I would just like, oh, well, can't ship those cans. <laughs> Dog on it. What are we going to do? <laughs> Quinn's like, never say die. So I can't wait to leak the photos out. We're going to videotape the tutorial in oh, a couple of weeks. And so, wow. oh, you're absolutely thank welcome. You. We, I can't tell yeah. you how much we love your product. Oh. It's like Jesse and I were just talking about earlier. It's like, it's one of the coloring techniques that we think about first because it's so quick and easy and it dries so mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. And we also talk about getting that beautiful glow. Jesse, talk about that a little bit. You know how, for example, perfect flower to think of is like the coral charm, right? Coral charm, like peony. It has some sort of, it's not just pink. It's not just coral. There's something about it that to me, in my eyes, there's a glow to it. It's like, and I use the term fluorescent. I know it has such a bad rep, but there's something about that flower that kind of glows to me. And it's really difficult to get that color in paint or in inks or in pastels. You just can't achieve that same type of color. On the other hand, when I tried to use Design Master, for some reason, a lot of those colors, like the, the fuchsias, even the coral charmings, there's something, or the oranges, there's something about it that glows when I spray it on my paper. Gretchen has said maybe it's because it's you know, the, the droplets of paint lies on top of the paper as opposed to being absorbed in the paper. But it's something about the way that the light hits the paint that creates that kind of extra realism, mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. that makes a pa- the paper that looks or the color that looks flat turn into something a little bit more exactly. three-dimensional. And that's something that I cannot achieve with any other yeah. color medium at all. So whenever mm-hmm. I think of, whenever there are flowers that have that kind of extra 
oomph to it. I'm like, you know what? I have to, I have to look at my design master stash first <laughs> to see what I could use because it just comes with yeah. it. Yeah. It just, there's just something very special about the way it delivers the colors that uh-huh. makes it mm-hmm. stand out. And it's something I can never yeah. achieve with anything else. And I'll tell else. you my secret. What mm-hmm. I usually do before I send my uh, flowers out is I'll take the Just for Flowers lemon spray and it's the yellow and it's a light mist that I mm-hmm. spray right on top of the flower and toward the center. And it just makes the center of the flower pop just a little bit more. And it's just perfect. That's amazing. It's well, it's it's like a contour for cosmetic. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking of is, you know, when you see people put on, they, they, they'll, they'll put on the color and everything, but then there's this thing, like you said, with the lemon, it's just a contour just to enhance or highlight or direct the exactly. eye a certain way. Yeah. There is a certain luminosity. I, I It's luminous. Yes. It has yes, a luminous quality. Luminous, yes. A, it's, I know I, when, she, when you were talking, I'm like, she's talking about luminosity. She's wanting yeah. the word luminous, I think is what, what, <laughs> yes. is what she wants. Maybe. And because I've noticed it as well, because just working with Design Master, it's about color on surface. If you just break down everything, it's about surfaces and, and how those surfaces respond to our color. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right that there is something really special, almost magical, surreal that happens because of the way the paper takes the color. That's why like, I'm always pretty enthusiastic and I'm kind of known for that. But when I do your paper classes, that's even more so because when I see it on the surface, it's different than any other surface. It performs so beautifully. And I know when we were in Toronto, and I was just <laughs> yes, like, you're I, and, and yeah, and I was having all these surfaces and all these colors and I was just getting to spray on all of these wonderful papers and I was like losing it. I was undone <laughs> and undone because I was like, guys, look at this. This is so amazing. And it's, it is. It's exactly what you said, Jesse. There's just something. There's just an intangible thing that mm-hmm. happens when Design Master hits those papers that you can't achieve with, mm-hmm. with the other things. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's super special. Yeah, no, it is. I remember in Toronto when you did spray and you layered on different colors, all uh-huh. of them somehow looked I know, really so good, good on the paper. Like <laughs> the different comment, it was like a purple and like a yellow or like a tan color yeah. and then like, right. yeah, like the your green. green. Like it's something yeah. that you didn't think would look all that great, but you spray it on and it just works. And suddenly it just, yeah. wow, it's a flower. Yeah. You know, it, it looks is. like a real flower. And, well, and I wanted everybody that came to your master class to see just to be brave with, mm-hmm. with multiple cans, multiple colors and not be afraid to layer things that you're like, what? Is that going to turn into mush yeah. or mud or look really mm-hmm. terrible? But when you understand color, I mean, you can't go completely crazy with it. But when you understand the color wheel, yeah, you can totally layer five or six or seven colors and different opacities to really mm-hmm. to really personalize that color and make it your own because there's a limited amount of papers that are out there. There's a limited amount of colors that are out there. And with Design Master, it's completely unlimited. It's not that you just take this paper and spray this one color and you get this one thing. Yeah, you can do that. But you can also take this one paper, spray it four or five different Design Master colors and get this totally different thing that makes it distinctive, your brand, your look, your flower, what you're known for, and it can set you apart. And so that's another powerful attribute of Design Master on Definitely. different papers. Color shifting. Yeah, absolutely. Shifting. <laughs> Come on. So Gretchen, I did not realize you designed the labels for those cans. You did such an amazing job. That's really oh cool. My gosh. <laughs> oh, thank you. We, we wear a lot of different hats at Design Master. <laughs> Um, from, you know, anything creative to an advertising 
visiting and then also into education, but down to helping create what the new products are going to be, research and do trend analysis of what colors to where things will go and figure out how to, what product that that color will best implement into our lines and then working with the lab to develop that color. Sometimes it's also new products where we're trying to start something completely different, Um, work with all of that and do testing and check to see, to give the final approval on a product. And then I jump into the other hat of creating the, um, the label that we have, like Joni mentioned a little bit earlier, there's certain stipulations and regulations that we have to have on the label. And I work with the graphic artist and trying to portray a certain look for the label. And then, then you have to be also very specific minded that all these, everything gets the T's crossed and the I's dotted to make sure that we've we are compliant with all these regulations. So yeah, it's, it's a mixed bag, but that's what makes it fun because you're doing something different pretty much of the time. <laughs> but it, it all comes together. And she's able to take it even with those constraints of multiple languages because we are shipped different places and still make it attractive and appealing as possible. And so that's an amazing uh, Gretchen skill right there to, to just <laughs> to, to think of that. You know, I love it. So amazing. <laughs> so I guess, can you tell us a little bit about the new colors? I mean, Quinn and I were so fortunate enough to be able to try some of these new colors and they're just, they're amazing. We love that they're a little bit different you know they're not colors that you can find in any other first of all spray paint line Mm -hmm. and a lot of these colors are so like I can see them being used for our flowers yeah so tell us a little bit about those well commenting a little bit again on looking at trends and uh, forecasting where colors are going and being design master and has a heavy foot in the floral industry we've been that's where we originated over 55 years ago so you know there is a little slant to floral and where flowers and colors are being used in that medium as well as any of the consumer creative industries so we look at all of that and we came up with the variety. We have eight new colors. Five are in our color tool spray line, which have a, a pigmented are pigmented colors, but as I mentioned earlier, that you can do a light coat to get that translucency. And then we also have three new colors in the just for flower lines, which is actually the spray dye, and that's total transparency. To talk about the color tool spray, some of the colors that we brought in that have been really well received is the heatherish, which is kind of a smoky lavender. We have honeycomb, which is a pretty buttery yellow that the nice warmth to it but not not too much chroma that you're you know, like too bright kind of thing it's just a nice you know nice um wonderful buttery kind of color honeycomb color herbal which is a soft green uh, with a little hint of gray in it and peachy which is the terminology i think was kind of fun in that that can be colors can sometimes describe so many different things and so if we wanted this tonality kind of in that range it's kind of it's kind of peachy so it's <laughs> <all about that. laughs> and it's it's a fresh uh, modern peach tone and then we also brought in red clay which is a terracotta on the red side of things not the mm-hmm. orange side of things that might seem kind of odd talking about flowers but there's a lot of of um, earthen toned blooms on the marketplace mm-hmm. 
and Jody helped me out. I just lost the name of the one I wanted to talk about. The caramel kind of terracotta color. The ca- Cafe LA. Um, uh, uh, I was anyway. thinking about the Renectalis, like the caramel. How, I'm thinking the rose variety, but oh, I'm sorry, rose. I just lost the name of it. But it's but it's a really they're really earthen. You know, you call them browns or tan mm-hmm. colored, but they're yeah. they're fresh yeah. flowers. Yeah. And the red clay can be a wonderful mixture and accent with those tonalities. And there's also one that is called terracotta uh, rose that is called terracotta. That again, the red clay can help mimic those tonalities. So it, even though it sounds something more earth, um, there's a lot of blooms. Mm-hmm. that have this um, smokiness, a gray tonality to them, yes. that uh, these colors kind of work really nicely with and bringing yeah. that element to a color palette. I think you really hit on those two trends. We fo- we follow a lot of florists as well and on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the blushes and the peaches are always popular, but there is a there is a trend towards those earthy brown tones and then on the opposite side, those gray purple tones something uh-huh. a little bit a little bit off but they're beautiful and i think those two on the heatherish and the red clay hit mm-hmm. both of those really really well what's kind of fun about those tone, those colors is that they help when you're working with a, a palette that you might be comfortable with it just kind of helps give it a little more sophistication to yeah, a palette because you're introducing another value mm-hmm. to the palette and and also the um amount of chroma you'll have a little bit of chromatic contrast as well from something that's a little brighter and pure to Mm -hmm. one that is muted a little bit more and all those contrasts that you work with as an artist just uh, as a palette it just creates a little bit more sophistication and Mm -hmm. makes things a lot more unique to to the consumer and when as an artist when you're working with those you're really showing off your your color skills and presenting product that a lot of people don't have that have not seen before. So it's a, it's a fun experiment to start looking into those contrasts of color and how they can create more attention than you, what you might. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More interest. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. For your eyes to kind of, it all yeah. works together. You're not quite sure how, but it yes. does. Yeah. And it yeah. creates that interest that is, like you said, it creates a, a little bit more sophistication mm-hmm. than something that is, you know, more yeah. primary colors. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, we really appreciate that you give us an opportunity to give so many layers of colors in our product because paper comes in so many colors. And just to be able to bring that term back, color shifting it to a shade lighter or darker has been really a game changer for us. And just to make mm-hmm. us set our products a little bit different from our competitors. That's awesome. Well, I'm talking about that process of shading and tonality of things. In the Just for Flower line, we introduced three new colors, and one of them is called Thicket. Mm-hmm. And it is a gray with a little hint of green to it, but it's great to be used as a toner to gray down some of the colors, like the blues, yeah. just kind of to make them a little more smoky in a way. It's a good product to use that direction, muting some of those colors. We also brought in Coral Charming. Again, it's taking off the, it's not exactly the match of the coral charm peony but it's in that family and when you think about the coral charming peony it goes through so many different evolutions of color as it opens so but it's a it is a favorite favorite bloom for sure and then we brought also brought in blue violet which our blues are one of the most popular colors in our just for flower lines and the blue violet 
brings in a blue with a little bit more of a red hint to it versus more of a cyan um, influx of the of the other um, delphinium blue and hydrangea blue. So it's kind of like an iris blue, so to speak. It goes goes towards that direction. So those are a few more fun fun colors to play with with the just for flower lines and the transparency that that allows you to play with. I love it. So much fun. I know even one or two colors, it expands our color mm-hmm. solutions, our color like shifting abilities so much. Mm-hmm. Because like Quinn said, we have so many different kinds of colors in paper and just applying that same color on different types of blues or different types of reds, it changes the colors just slightly. It mm-hmm. opens up a whole mm-hmm. new palette for us. Well, so that's why, I mean, we yeah. love your product. That's, I know, that's, that's why we keep bringing you guys back. Is. It's like, you guys get to know this yeah. product. <laughs> it's a game changer. <laughs> I just love your product. <laughs> There's one little tip you can, we're we're talking about these muted tones and tonalities of things, Mm -hmm. but one of the color shifting principles that you can can implore to create a muted tone is using complementary contrast. When, when you look on a color wheel and you have colors across from one another on the color wheel, those are your complementary colors. And one of the things that if you're working with pigments, like a painter, an artist using color, when you use, say, a purple and a yellow and mix it, you're, you're getting a brownish hue. And every complement creates kind of a brownish hue. So when you're, when you're trying to do a muted tonality, you can use that principle of complementaries and say you have a yellow paper and you want to mute it a little bit, kind of brown it, you could take perhaps our lilac of the Just for Flowers and spray that in it rather than you seeing lilac come out it's going to make it more of a brownish hue and you can play that with any complement that it's not exactly the same as mixing pigments but it does take you to those to that muted hue that mm-hmm. that could be just a ticket for what you're creating I love that that's such a great tip <laughs> yeah that is a it wonderful is. tip they're all going to be yeah. out there now getting out I their know. color wheel <laughs> everybody's reaching for their color wheel and their design master exactly. right now Yep. Before we head off, Jody, can you tell us what's the proper way to get those cans ready to, for us to spray it? You've got to shake it up, baby. <laughs> shake it, shake it, shake it. And I know we're all in a big, big, huge hurry and we just pick up a can and start to spray. And I've used the analogy before, you would never bake, um, and I say chocolate chip cookies, but whatever you like to bake, you would never just dump all those ingredients in a bowl and then put it into a pan. No, you're going to stir that up. So that can has been sitting there and all the good stuff is in the bottom. And so you've got to just shake it until you hear those balls rattling around in there and making a ruckus. Um, (laughs) Just read and take take 30 seconds of your life and actually read the label. And that is always super (laughs) helpful too, just to follow the instructions. I know we think, well, I can spray paint. I know how to do that. But if you just shake it up, you make sure that all of the creativity and the concern that has gone into choosing what colors get to live in a can and the science behind those colors, that it's going to come out of that can in a wonderful way if you shake it up really, really well. Also, there's a little dot. If you look at the top of the the can, you'll find a little dot. And so if you make sure the nozzle is lined up with that little dot, there's a straw in there. That's not the right word, Gretchen, (laughs) correct me, but... 
but you make sure you get every, it's good to the last drop that you get every last drop out of that can. And so, and then also when you're spraying, don't spray too far forward. Make sure you're pressing down. If you press too far forward and we don't even realize we're doing it. Sometimes even I do it as much as I spray, I'll get, I'll start to realize I'm spattering a little bit and it's always because I'm pressing forward instead of straight down. And so that's going to make sure that the colors perform at their optimum level and that you get just the most beautiful results. So shake up your can, line up your little dot and spray correctly, press correctly, and then just go wild and spray early <laughs> and often all the time. Oh, I do have one good tip for everybody since it's the winter time right now. If I have any sprays that I know I'm going to use on my paper flowers the night before, I'll take the cans in from my garage. That's where I store them. I bring them inside yes. the house to bring it to room temperature. And then <laughs> the next morning, oh. I'm shaking them up and spraying it outside and it doesn't matter how cold it is outside but that's what I do it's fine if mm-hmm. your surface and Gretchen and I talk about this a lot make sure sh- and we've talked about it we just <laughs> talked about it a lot that if your surface is warm and your can is warm you know room temperature surface room temperature can without moisture that you're gonna you can step outside into cold weather and it'll be okay uh, just spray and, and get back in. I mean, because it is winter time, we do have to deal with mm-hmm. that. Um, isn't that right, Gretchen? I mean, that's we talk about that. that oh, no, yes, definitely. That the that's, can, that's, yeah, the surface and the spray need to be room temperature when you're working with them. So you just have to alternate how you get those to that position before you go outside. But once you spray it, come back in and let them let it dry. And, and if you have to go back out, just you just want to keep the things at room temperature as closely as you can. Can they dry? So for me, can they dry? <laughs> oh, we're freezing here. So I have all my paints indoors. I don't leave them in the garage because I'm afraid they might blow up or something. <laughs> so I don't have that problem, but I do spray in the garage. If I do spray it on, let's everything's room temperature. Will it dry if I leave it outside? I mean, in the winter months, you mean? Yeah. So if I spray it outside in the garage and I leave the paper outside to air out, will it? Yeah. Will it dry properly? It it should dry properly. It's just going to take a. It's going to take longer, longer right? to dry. Yeah. For sure. You, you know yeah. what I've, I've noticed too? <laughs> I've actually thrown my paper in the dryer at low setting. Oh and it actually it shouldn't um, color my dryer at all, but it actually, no, yeah, it just, it just dries it up really fast and it takes the fumes away much faster. So that's what I've done. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fume is all about evaporation. So yeah. you're, you're, as, it dries, as you're drying yep. it, it's evaporating. Yeah. So that's, yeah. yeah. That's what but, it is. Yeah. Design mm. Master is great on fabrics and it performs fantastic on fabric. My daughter's volleyball team needed a pink out sock and we all had forgotten. And so I went and bought regular tube socks, sprayed them with our Pinkalicious and did an ombre, that's you so know, awesome. gradient color on the sock and just did it for the whole team. And, you know, it's been, <laughs> that was two years ago. And I still see these girls wearing their socks at practice and they've been washed. How many times so yeah it performs great on fabric oh my gosh, as well that, that means your sprays are waterproof <laughs> absolutely they do they do really really well on fabric so yeah definitely create a, i mean i can feel a little bit when i yeah. super spray it a Protection. little bit of um a change in the paper the texture it's a, especially the uber mat it really gives it a lot of what do you call it structure i was gonna say structure it thickens it or something or it's, it's kind of starch it's more crispy yeah, yeah it's starchy mm-hmm. that was really interesting actually yeah another idea of how I can use Mm -hmm. that type of paint on what type of paper and provide additional structure to the flower. Well, the uber matte paints have a little bit heavier pigmented load 
than the color tool sprays. Um, it's not excessive, but there is more than what the color tool spray is. So that might feel a little starchier to mm-hmm. you. It does. Um, on initial touch of things. Yeah. Which is okay. This is, which is totally fine. Yeah. Totally fine because it just, it's just a different characteristic, I guess, yeah. of the paint that could, we could use to our advantage, mm-hmm. especially on thinner mm-hmm. papers. Mm-hmm. That's very oh, true. Especially the extra yeah, line German really, paper. Yeah, yeah. It does make I, it a little bit more robust. And yes. like if you're if you're trying to emulate certain flowers that have more of a texture, like Dusty Miller, Lamb's Ear, that type of thing, then Uber Matte is going to give you more of that that matte. It's Uber Matte, so it's yes. going to give you that matte finish, but it's also going to give you a tremendous punch of really really fantastic color. So so yeah, it does Love do it. that. Definitely yeah. do try that. I know. Uh, we could talk about I your know. products forever. <laughs> For a long, long time. Yeah, but you can't spray if we're exactly. talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> we, have spray. we have to stop talking and go spray now. And actually spray, yes. And experiment, yeah. definitely. That's right. That's so right. are there plans for new colors in the next few years? that you'll be releasing? Are you working on the next palette already? Oh, we're definitely observing and seeing what the best direction is moving forward. So there will be new colors along the way. I don't have an exact date for releasing, but uh, yeah, we're always, I can't give you any hints, sorry. (laughs) But we frequently keep adding new colors. So there'll be some new products out there and hopefully it'll be just the right color that you need. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, we're excited. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Absolutely. Such a wonderful having both on again, uh, Jody and then Gretchen. We're so excited. And we would love to have you guys back again. We want to talk about color combination maybe next time and just delve into the color sure. world a little bit more. Love That'd be great. That. I love that. Yeah. And th- that tip that Gretchen gave about the complimentary, like we could show up with some tips, you know, give you guys some really great tips for what you can do and, and give you some recipes and things like that. So yeah, let's definitely mm-hmm. get That'd together. Awesome. Recipes would yeah. be a wonderful new topic for us. That would be great. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, you'll always like experimenting, but it's, it doesn't hurt to have your go-to. Well, thank you so much for your creativity too. You just help, help our job, make our job easier talking with with creatives as yourself and sharing the enthusiasm about color and how it works with your product and your creative outlet. So thank you so very much. Thank you for, thank you for taking the time to talk to us about it. Yeah. We get really excited when we talk about paper flowers and new techniques and new colors, anything that makes, you know, our paper flowers unique. And like Jody said, like that has person our personality, you know, like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're excited about that. Well, we'll keep the communication yes, open. <laughs> For sure. All right. For sure. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, ladies. Mm-hmm.